Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone and welcome to another Drunken Car Review. Today I was going to be doing, well, the Jeep Wagoneer because it's been released and we've got a couple more reviews on it. And I've got a couple tabloids on it as well, but car caught my attention for being, well, unique, I guess you could say. And by unique, I mean it's by far, out of all the vehicles I've witnessed in the last 25 years of my existence, as far as one of the most gimmicky cars I have ever witnessed to ever roll out onto the anywhere if for any company. Now, I've seen some gimmicky cars, sure, and hell, I think all these electric cars are gimmicky piles of shit. But, that being said, I didn't expect something like this to come out of a brand that's trying to establish itself. And I can see why you throw in a lot of gimmicks to try to get people's attention for your brand new ass brand. But Genesis has been around a while, and to be honest, it's not something I really expected from them that much. So, what car am I talking about? Well, my friends, I'm going to be discussing with you today the unveiling of one of the brand new Genesis GV60s. Now, this car is an all-electric car, so I expect some gimmicks to come along with it, but you will not believe some of the weird-ass things that have been crammed into this car. Some of them are interesting, some of them are just flat-out weird as hell, and other ones, I could see what they were trying to do, but they just fell flat on their face. But before we go into anything, let's get into some stats on this vehicle. Now this is not some ridiculously overpowered electric car. This is supposed to be your commuter luxury vehicle, I guess you could say, because it only has about 200 horsepower for the base, a little around there um, for the rear option. On top of that, I think it's only got about two, 300 miles range max, I think, on the thing. It's not anything impressive for sure. And that's for your two-wheel drive options. In fact, most of the time when you have electric vehicles, as the um, amount of motors goes up, so does the um, the distance, the range. But this car ain't like that. No, it goes the opposite direction. It actually plummets a bit. So um, that's a little awkward, I guess you could say. I, I'm not sure what's going on with that or what kind of weird-ass norms they decided to go with that system. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's weird as hell. Um... So, honestly, the car is it's interesting looking. I'll just put it that way as far as the looks of the car from the exterior. It's by far one of the more bubbly cars I've seen in a long time. I complain about jelly bean-ass cars, but this thing takes the cake by far. It is a bubbly car, to say the least. There's not a sharp line on this thing, except for the weird-ass triangles thrown everywhere. I'll explain that in a bit in a minute. But it, it is bubbly. Everything has got a curve, a contour, a line. The rear end just kind of looks like it's just there. It's got some headlights on it, but other than that, it just looks like a, a, a bubbly little rear end on a car. You ever look at those buses from back in the day, like the old, like, from the 50s and 60s? That kind of looks like the rear end, just kind of a curved slope. It looks like a big oval, I guess you could say. That's the best way to describe it, in my opinion. It's nothing really standout-ish. But that being said, 
there is one unique aspect of this car, and that is the triangles on the thing. And another thing I'll get to later, but yeah, triangles. No, this car is just got this, it's all bubbly, and then you have this weird ass triangle on the front, and one's on the C pillar, and one's on the rear. Do they have any reason, any point for this? No, not really. In fact, the ones on the C pillar are even highlighted in a nice little chrome trim just to stand out more, I guess. I don't understand why, but I mean, as styling, I guess, it's better than having just bubbles everywhere, in my opinion. But the weirdest thing for me is still their split headlights. Now, Genesis has this for all their cars, but this car makes it especially prevalent. It's the first thing you notice. It looks like some kind of Dodge Viper has been plopped onto the top of some kind of weird-ass SUV. Because even the grill, yes, this electric car is a grill, that's another gimmick we'll get to later, is just kind of way below the car. It's like if you had the first half of the vehicle just plain, and then underneath you have a kind of grill just kind of stuffed down underneath there for no real reason. Now let's get on to the gimmicks of this car. Now this car is full of them before we get to the interior. Just, there was just two right off the bat. I mean, yes, you have the triangles, but that's just not a gimmick. That's just a weird design choice. No, this thing, that weird-ass grill, I get they're trying to, they're trying to make it look a little bit more dynamic. I think electric cars are a little bit plain-looking on the front. They just kind of have a flat headlights and some weird contours. That's it. So I get trying to put a, a grill in, but it just looks like crap underneath there. It, it doesn't make much sense. They tried to incorporate some gimmicks into it by calling it some wind louvers or whatever they really want to call them to suck in some air to cool down the uh, the battery. I, you're not cooling a metal engine, you're cooling a plastic battery. You ain't cooling that thing down with air to save your life. You could boy blowing a freaking AC unit on it. You ain't cooling that thing down with that thing. It's just an excuse to put on that grill. So, anyways, this thing is weird to say the least in the front. Um, that's not the only gimmicks. Now we have seen a lot of weird key fobs come up and you have the little dials on the A pillar and that and the weird the voice. It's getting weird at this point. I mean, we have finger recognition and that. But this is getting overboard a bit in this point. This thing has got freaking like Apple iPhone style shit. I mean, literally, you walk up to the car, it'll recognize your face. You don't even need the key fob to get into the dang thing. You can also recognize it through your fingerprints because why the hell not? On top of that, you can hop into the car, and again, you don't need your key fob at all to start this thing. If it recognizes your fingerprint on that starting button, you're good to go. Yep, this thing is literally just a, a, a ridiculous iPhone at this point. It's like, okay, I get you don't want to bring along your key fob everywhere. It can be a little awkward, but this thing ain't that big. And on top of that, I mean, damn, I mean, it's just getting a little excessive. I get it's it's just unnecessary. Most people have their key fobs on them anyways, and the car unlocks for them already. It's not necessary to put in a face recognition thing. How many people actually forget their key fob? And even if you do, would you want to find that thing? What happens if somebody knows who you are and get a hold of that thing? Uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm going a bit of a tangent on that. I mean, I guess it's cool. I don't see the point of it, but, I mean, no, I guess gimmicks. So the interior on this car is a bit odd, too. Now, we don't have the normal little display on the side like most cars do. No, they're going to put all their screens directly in front of you on the dash. All of them. Even your infotainment screen. Because it's not awkward at all to go reaching around your steering wheel to mess up your radio or trying to screw around with your iTunes thing. Yeah, no, that ain't going to lead to some problems later on. So it, it, it is weird on the front, and they're just going to plaster it up there. It's a weird interior. Now, if you've ever seen the G80, I think it's the G70, that they, it's pretty much copied and pasted the center console from that and kind of just put that on there. But overall, I mean, the interior ain't bad, I guess. I don't understand why the hell they added in this, like, touchscreens above the dash where the, normally the speedometer is. I think it's going to only cause problems later on, but hell, what do I know? Okay. 
now we come to the biggest gimmick on this car of all. Now, I've already mentioned that whole start-stop fingerprint recognition biometric system on this dang thing. But that is not including my mention of the freaking Sears crystal ball plopped into the center dash of this thing. In order to start this car, you see you push the start button. This thing flips over to unveil your dial, your 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 start and stop dial, your drive and reverse, all that. Your 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 what the hell is it called again? God damn it! Anyway, so this thing is, reveals your little uh, control knob for the drive functions and that. It, it's weird. It's like this weird crystalline ball that kind of looks like it's one of those jawbreakers you get out of the giant machines. I don't get it. It's clear crystal. I, just, it, I guess it's a good way to tell if the vehicle's on considering an electric car. You start it up and you get well, that. Absolutely nothing. You have no idea if that thing's on or not, so you're kind of just guessing. I guess it's on. I'll put it in drive. We'll find out. So I can see where you're trying to create something that I guess gets people's attention that, yep, this vehicle's running, but it, it, it is weird as hell. It kind of just flips over. It's like the hell's going on down here? I hope to God you don't have a coin or sitting on What helps if there's something laying on that little dial there? And it gets flipped into that thing. Does it break? Does it get stuck? Does it stop? Does it not work? I don't know. It, it is baffling to me. I mean, I, I guess it's not a concern. You're going to lose your pennies down there when you spend $55,000 or something. Or what is it? Fifty dollars to $70,000 for this thing? Yeah, for a small crossover SUV, it's a little excessive on the price. Like, but it's electric vehicles. What do you expect? And I guess if you're getting all these gimmicks in it, I guess it shouldn't be a surprise at all for anybody. So overall, my review of this car is, I mean, it's nothing special to me. I mean, it's got some cool gimmicks in it. It's not like it's any breaking any new boundaries with the design, except being a bit more bubbly than all the other cars. And overall, I don't think it's anything that special or stand out. It doesn't have excessive range. It doesn't have anything of obsolete interior looking at that. It's a bit Spartan, actually, for being a luxury car, if you ask me. I mean, it's something you freaking seeing a Chevy Spark if you ask me they're too lazy to put in a decent sized screen in the center console I don't understand it. anyways so my overall review of that car is I'm unimpressed I'm unamused honestly they had some weird other gimmicks they're gonna try to throw into this car and I pray to god they don't I remember seeing one picture where this thing had like these cameras on the side where the mirrors were and they had a camera sticking out so you could use it as a rear view camera that never made sense to me I'm not sure that's real or not but damn if that is because that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen because, I mean, hell, a mirror does that exact same shit. But, anyways, again, car unimpressed, not amused. Let's get on to some car news, shall we? So, recalls, recalls, yep, and to surprise, it's not Chevy this time. Yep, GM's already got to recall every single goddamn car they've ever built, so why the hell would they have some recalls? No, we got a huge one from Ford. A lot of recalls coming in from Ford. A lot of it is for some weird shit. Well, the backup cameras, yep. It, there's some kind of circuit board issue with, well... I don't know, I think they were called like 600,000 vehicles with this thing. Uh, I think Smash Mach-E's, uh, Expeditions, a bunch of other cars. Where the backup camera is like glitching out and causing people to put the delay to not recognize vehicles coming their way. Which, I mean, further proof, don't trust the full electric. I mean, all your little fancy gizmos. Trust your eyes, goddammit. So, you know, there's other problems like with the Mach-E, I believe there's also a problem with the brake pedal where you press the gas down and there's, the brake pedal will crack quality right there and it literally it won't allow full pressure to the brakes i mean some of it's a little odd but yeah there's a lot of recalls keep your eye on the mail and your recalls check your vehicles if it's been made in the past 10 years or so because you might be on the list there's also some news out from rivian as well yes we got ourselves well rivian hasn't announced to actually produced their first car yet i mean 
it's getting interesting. But Rivian obviously is getting some good progress in the cars. But they've actually seen a couple of them now at some charging stations. Yep, they're actually getting this car out on the road. And they're supposed to be producing this thing by the end. Actually, this van's for, well, for Amazon by the end of the year. I think 10,000 of them. So we might be getting seeing some Rivian trucks on the road. But by more important news from these weird-ass electric car makers, we got Lucid. Lucid is by far the most anticipated electric car well, probably since the Tesla. I think this thing's supposed to have like 1,300 horsepower, ridiculous amount of luxury and comfort, and this thing's supposed to just be cool all around. But more importantly, before Lucid's even produced their first car, we have ourselves an SUV. Yep, every car has got to have an SUV. So this is going to be based on their car platform as well. It's going to be nothing like a big truck, but it's more like your, I don't know, I guess you call hatchbacks SUVs uh, for their car platform. Again, it, I do how about produce a car first before we announce it? It doesn't look bad. Out of all the cars coming out, Lucid by far for me looks the most decent. It's not some weird bubbly design or some weird-ass front end. It just looks like a car that's electric. And when you ask me, that's the best way to do it. Just just produce a normal car, people. It doesn't need to be weird. Anyways, so, yeah, no, Lucid's going to be producing an SUV, which I, I don't know. I have to see. It's got a couple ghost shots. You can't really tell what the hell it is yet. But I, I think it's just going to be kind of a, just look like a, their car, except probably just a larger top on it might be my bet anyways so that's all the news and information i got for you today in my next video i will definitely be doing the wrangler wagoneer and comparing that to the expedition and the suburban of its class and the well the lincoln and the other ones so at the end of the day uh, thank you all for listening to my rambling insanity if you enjoy this stuff, I'd appreciate it if you give me a review. I hope to actually begin to produce this thing on the rig. And uh, again, you probably noticed I, the rumbling of my car. I'm back in my car today. I'm out of the closet. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, yeah, again, I appreciate your uh, listening to my ramblings. Have a wonderful day, my comrades, and a good night.